experiencing the vayus exploring the inner cosmos through antarang yoga part 4 witnessing the healing power of the breath one of the most unique warning signs we have ever come across goes like this it is from an article on breath important note you cannot define your own breathing rate by simply counting it as soon as you try it your breath will be deeper and slower you have to count it when you're not aware isn't that funny we talk about becoming aware and here is a note that says to successfully count your breath rate you have to do it when you're unaware because counting the breath rate makes you aware of the breath and if you become aware of the breath it slows down so first make yourself unaware or else it will slow down it's very funny actually if we look at how the breath is it's like a thief who refuses to be caught it slows and gets deeper soon as you get aware there's a story once a thief had heard about a great teacher who was much loved by the people he had recently received a gift from the king the king gifted him the biggest diamond in the world the thief was no ordinary thief he had learned the trade from an academy that trained spies he had dropped out as he did not fancy the risk spying involved but thievery had become an addiction from picking pockets to stealing necklaces and bracelets to entering people's homes in the night his training at the spy academy was quite comprehensive so one day he went to the teacher's house to steal the diamond and soon as he entered the house his eyes went straight to the diamond which was casually placed on a table next to where the teacher was seated no one seemed to notice his response but he heard a giggle from a corner of the room and when he turned to see who it was he was stunned to see a beautiful girl who was the daughter of the teacher and here he couldn't hide his reaction he was captivated by her beauty he wanted to propose to her then and there or do something to steal her heart and with that intent he requested the teacher to take him as a disciple the teacher said i'm no ordinary teacher with me even the lion becomes meek as a lamb you will lose all that is most precious to you you will become useless if you stay with me are you ready for that the thief thought to himself i'm a thief what do i have to lose he threw a glance at the daughter who seemed to like him he said i'm okay with it but i too have a condition i will do whatever you say during the day but every night i will go out between 12 and 5 and you cannot question me 
where I go or what I do. The girl giggled. The teacher laughed and said, No problem, but I have a condition too. You both seem to like each other and so I will marry the two of you right now and from today you both are one. So she goes wherever you go and you go wherever she goes. Of course, you are husband and wife and what you do is none of my concern. It is between the two of you. And the teacher handed the diamond to them as a wedding gift and blessed the couple. The thief could not believe his luck. It was like he got all he wanted in life in one flash and he didn't even need to steal for it. Their teacher himself conducted their marriage and the thief decided that it would be great if he could rob the royal treasury on the happiest night of his life. He took his wife into confidence as they were headed for the palace. He said to her, I am a thief and hope you are okay with it as I love you and I am too addicted to thievery. So if you cannot accept me, I will have to choose between the two and rather than doing that, I will jump into the river and kill myself. The daughter who was now his wife, far from being upset, seemed delighted at hearing this. She replied softly, I too am addicted to thievery. I never needed the money, but I just love the thrill of doing it and not being caught. When I saw you, I the diamond, I recognized you. And you're so handsome. I got happy. Now we can both do it together. How exciting. She said this and clapped. The thief pinched himself, slapped himself to see if it was all a dream. He couldn't believe his luck. They enjoyed the whole build-up and action of getting to the treasury. They had great fun doing it together as he was also flirting with her and she loved him romancing her. The treasury itself was like a heaven on earth. The biggest gemstones of the world were there and the most exquisite gold jewelry. They looked at each other. They had such fun in each other's company. But there was a problem. They just couldn't steal. They couldn't even put a small gemstone into their bags. Every time they tried, they just burst out laughing. And as they were entering the home, empty-handed, happy to have found each other, they were also a touch disappointed. They were in a perplexed state. It was about 4 a.m. The teacher was up. He asked, How was the day's work? What did you get today? Nothing. You came back empty-handed? He gave a mischievous chuckle and said, Alone you could steal, but together. The thief knew instantly that he had been fooled. The wise teacher knew all along what he was doing. The old man had set them up. No wonder even the king adores him. He knew that he will never be able to steal again. And the thief said, Teacher, in the academy, I was bad at most of the subjects. I was too emotional to be a spy. I couldn't even sit 
for the theory sessions on the many ways of killing someone without being detected. But when it came to stealing, I was the king. In fact, my ustad used to say that there has never been someone like me. I even promised to do a stint there as ustad to pass on the knowledge of thievery before I die. I have never been suspected of stealing yet, let alone being caught. And yet tonight, we were two. Nothing looked impossible for us. Yet, we could not steal even a small gemstone. We didn't feel like. We just enjoyed our company too much. And, and it was like we were seeing each other and nothing to hide. Like this, it is impossible to steal. To steal, you need to hide a little to do it. You can't steal if you're aware that you're stealing. And when you're enjoying it so much, it feels so stupid to steal, thinking that no one is watching you because of her being in my life, I felt I was alive. For the first time, I was aware of my heartbeat, my every breath. I was aware of her beauty, of the beauty all around. I was watching everything. It felt so stupid to think no one was watching when I was stealing, because I was. It has been the most enjoyable time I have ever had in life. But now, I don't think I can ever steal again. Because even if I'm alone, I will always be watching. Something similar happens when we take awareness to the breath. It can never be the same if we start watching it continuously. It is like what happened to the thief. When we begin to watch the breath, say we received a WhatsApp message which has made us very angry, put us into a rage, like we could kill someone. But somehow, we just decide to check the breath rate at that time. We start counting with the stopwatch on. As we count, we will begin to notice that every 10 seconds, say in the first 10 seconds, we counted 10 breaths. As we watch, the number of breaths start dropping. If we continue it for say 10 minutes, we would have reached a point where we are breathing maybe one breath in 40 seconds and the nature of the breath would have changed too. From fast, irregular, loud breaths, it would have changed to soft, deep, long and rhythmic breathing. Heartbeat would have dropped, blood pressure would have dropped, body temperature would have dropped and our eyes would also have closed. And the best part? Anger would have vanished in the first two minutes and in ten minutes we would have become very meditative. So getting back to the warning sign, you have to be unaware or else your breath will slow down. What happens when we breathe fast and when we breathe slow, let us understand. When we sleep, we breathe around 30 to 40 breaths per minute. When we get angry, we breathe 60 to 70 breaths per minute. 
When we are relaxed, around 10 to 12 breaths per minute, and in deep meditation, maybe 1 to 2 breaths a minute. Sometimes, we spontaneously stop breathing, and those moments correspond to the best moments of our lives. Another observation we can make is that in the animal kingdom, the animals that breathe at a faster rate, like the dog and cat, they live for around 12 years. Human beings breathe slower and live longer. An elephant's rate of breathing is slower An elephant's rate of breathing is slower still and the elephant lives for more than a hundred years. Tortoises take one breath in two minutes. They live two hundred years and above. Stress is the biggest killer of our times. Cardiovascular disease, blood pressure, anxiety, depression, insomnia, obesity, acidity, low immunity, psychosomatic disorders, sexual dysfunctions, and so many stress-induced conditions. But the moment we watch the breath, the breathing rate reduces and the breathing pattern changes to longer, softer, deeper, more rhythmic. And in so doing, the whole stress syndrome disappears. Nothing has changed in the circumstances, but the stress response has gone. Doing this over a period of time, continuously, with an attitude of service to ourselves, like we are precious. This the Yoga Sutras say, will lead us to Dridhabhumi, meaning it will create that firm soil in us. It actually will change the wiring in the brain and all the diseases will disappear. The science of breath begins and ends with just one word, awareness. Nothing else is needed to enter the breath body, to break into the treasury of the world of vayus. All we need is to develop awareness of the breath. Physically, we can look at the human body as a suction pump the whole day as we breathe, the lungs pump air in and out. This happens involuntarily. But this is actually life. This pumping is the difference between one who is alive and the dead body. It is this mechanism that we depend on to stay alive. We are not an apple that gets nourishment till it hangs from the tree. Our umbilical cord is the pranavayu that we inhale through the breath. When the baby is born, it isn't breathing in the mother's womb. Soon as it comes out, the first thing it faces is a survival issue, a life and death issue. It has to breathe. The sympathetic nervous system kicks in with a major shock. A huge dose of adrenaline is released from the adrenal glands above the kidneys and this forces the lungs to start operating. And this is when we hear the first cry of the baby. From that moment till the body stops breathing, we can make a choice. 
to be aware of the process of breathing or to be unaware of it. If we choose to be aware of it, then we begin the process of witnessing. And like it happened with the thief, once the witness awakens in us, all mischief stops. This too is involuntary. In our whole constitution, breath is the instrument of awakening this witness. It is the life in us. It is the living intelligence in us. When we breathe in, along with oxygen, we also take in Mahaprana, which is the living intelligence that permeates the whole cosmos. So whenever we make an effort to be aware of the breath, we influence the breath itself. It begins to resemble the breathing pattern of the body when it is in a state of ananda or bliss. And by being aware of the Mahaprana, it's like saluting the very fountain of life. Modern science does not salute because they equate it with religion. It's like saying hello, namaste, adab, or a thank you to the very source of life. It just makes the awareness of the source of all very intense and helps us awaken the breath body which allows us to experience the flow of the different vayus in the body. The ten vayus are different aspects of one of the five elements of creation which is called vayu or the air element. The other being water, fire, space and earth. So according to cosmology, space or akasha represents the unmanifest, pure potential energy. And the first form it took was air or vayu. Vayu represents motion, movement, the quality of any kind of motion including vibration. So in the cosmos and in our body, the principle responsible for any kind of movement is vayu. The vayu in the universe is also called Mahaprana and this enters our system through the breath. Breath is the vehicle and in the body it differentiates into five basic vayus and five more evolve out of the combinations of these five. In the last blog on the vayus we saw the first and most important of the five, the pranavayu. In this segment, let's look at the next vayu called apanavayu, which in many ways is the complement of the pranavayu. Apanavayu, the eliminator of poisons. We have seen so far that the Mahaprana or the cosmic energy that pervades all creation enters the body as pranavayu and this further differentiates into four other vayus which further combine to form the five minor vayus. We need to keep in mind that all the vayus are evolutes of the same mahaprana and each has a different location and function in the body. What is apanavayu? Pranavayu further differentiates into the Apanavayu. While Pranavayu brought in the energy, Apanavayu's function is elimination. 
of urine, feces, gas, semen, ova. It therefore sustains all the organs connected with the elimination kidneys, bladder, bowels, the reproductory organs and the entire excretory system. The movement of Apanavayu is from inside to outside. Where is Apanavayu located? Apanavayu is located between the pelvic floor at the base of the trunk and the navel, which is the area where all organs connected with elimination are located. Ground, base, support. We have seen in the previous blogs that the Pranamaya Kosha is composed of 72,000 Nadi or energy currents and seven main chakra or energy junctions. Two of the main chakra are within the sphere of influence of the Apanavayu. They are the Muladhara or Root Chakra and Swadishthana Chakra. The Muladhara Chakra is connected with the function of elimination. The Muladhara is also called the Root Chakra because it is the foundation of the entire energy matrix of the body. The Kundalini or the dormant cosmic power in our bodies rests in the Muladhara Chakra. So awakening of the Kundalini is connected with the vitality of Apanavayu and it is with the help of Apanavayu that this awakening is possible. The whole concept of awakening is the reversal of the flow of Apanavayu from a downward direction to an upward direction and the first step in this process is the Moolabandha. So in the science of awakening the Kundalini, the Apanavayu plays a significant role. Apanavayu firstly plays the role of bringing down the energy which has entered the body as Pranavayu. It is a grounding force that operates between the sheaths or the kosha. Without the power of Apanavayu, elimination of poisons from the body, gross and subtle, would not be possible. An imbalance of the Apanavayu could manifest as constipation, depression, negativity, as we can expect when the level of toxins in the system become high. In conclusion, we have seen that in becoming aware of the breath body, we awaken the witness. When we say awaken, it has a close association with sleep. It is the opposite of a sleeping state. Becoming aware of the vayus is in itself an aspect of that awakening. When we pay close attention to the process of elimination and the functioning of the sex glands, when we see the connection between the emotions and the state of these areas, when we are able to be witness, we do not need any specialized knowledge for it. We do not need to know more psychology, physiology or yoga. It is just developing the ability to be a constant witness. And the very act of witnessing influences the breath. We have seen that this happens very fast, almost instantly. 
All the vayus are also intimately connected with the breath. Developing a closeness with the breath can open the doors to experiencing all the vayus as they move around in the body. And just knowing them is to tap into their healing powers. Next, we will look at how when we work with the breath body, we can easily touch all the organs of the body. How we can stop feeling helpless about the imbalances in our body that result in major illnesses. And we will explore the Samana Vayu. Lots of love, Bharat Thakur.